Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. We've been on this journey of discussing orders and understanding precepts in light of the military and how they impact us. So, you know, I'm going to close Friday out with a good one, right? Today's topic is trained by discipline. Trained by discipline. So, I had the opportunity yesterday, as I always get the opportunity to do, but Specifically, in this conversation of what we've been discussing this week, I had the opportunity to share with a dear friend and member of our community to just get a little bit more insight, right? And so a wonderful thing was sparked as we were discussing the things and how my little, you know, summary of the military with my very limited insight was going, right? I I really stood out to understand that the the, the real importance of orders um, carries the same importance and weight just like precepts does, right? Because it's about discipline at the end of the day, if we wanted to sum it up. It, it's about when you go, you know, like uh, my dear friend was saying, when you go into boot camp and how they're, you know, it's your first time in and they're working on you and they're, they say words like breaking you in or, you know, all of those things. But at the, the, the real core of it is they're tearing away the things that will cause you to be distracted, Right, because they're training you for battle. Doesn't necessarily mean you'll ever go in it, but to be useful for service, you have to be trained for it. Right? So they're training you in order for you to be prepared. So the discipline is a part of the training process because you have to be trained in order to serve, to be sufficient in the skill set of what your service is. So as I was thinking on that all night and going through and getting prepared for today, a wonderful, wonderful scripture you had to know came up. So we're going to take a journey through Hebrews chapter 12, okay? So we're going to start at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, and 1 through 3 I'll read first. It says, Therefore then, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who have borne testimony to the truth, Let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance or unnecessary weight and that sin which so readily and deftly and cleverly clings to and entangles us. And let us run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence the appointed course of the race that is set before us, looking away from all that will distract, to Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith, giving the first incentive for our belief, and is also its finisher, bringing it to maturity and perfection. He, for the joy of obtaining the prize that was set before him, endured the cross, despising and ignoring the shame, and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Just think of him who endured from sinners such grievous opposition and bitter hostility against himself. You reckon up and consider it all in comparison with your trials, so that you may not grow weary or exhausted, losing heart and relaxing and fainting in your minds. So as we read that right there, 
it's basically issuing your marching orders. It's telling you that because we are surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses, people who have an ability to see a bigger perspective than you, right? Because usually orders are issued by somebody in in upper management or higher up rank, right? All the way down from the commander in chief. Those orders come down to you because you, as it goes down, it gets more specific because you're not able to know what they know. You don't have the inside or classified information to the entire operation that includes hundreds of thousands of other people working in different parts and different entities. By the time you get your orders, they are specific usually to the unit or whatever it is that you serve in and then down to the job or duty that you specifically have been trained and skilled to do because your role fits into a bigger picture. And right here it says, clearly reminding us that the purpose is for us to focus on the course of the race that was set before us, that's been specifically set before you. Not nobody else's race, but your race, because we all have one that feeds into the overall operation of things. And as a reminder, it says, don't be distracted. Don't look away from the source of your focus, the reason that you're here. You serve the United States military, or you are here to fulfill and bring about the service needed to continue to support Jesus in his role. That is your job. That's what you're here to do as a believer. You are here to continue to serve in that capacity, to follow God's will and purpose in this overall operation. So you can't miss that. You can't get focused. And they say anytime you think you're about to get weak or weary or you might sort of lose in sight, they say take into your mind and reckon and consider all that your leader has gone through and given up and compare that to your trials and realize it ain't that hard. You ain't went through all of that, right? That's what it said. I know I'm summarizing it, but that's exactly what it said. It said so anytime you start to get feeble in mind and you start to, to, to wane away, he said, remember your leader. Remember the example he set before you. He's already taken it and done it. So if he could do it under those pressures, your trials don't even compare. So you can just recollect your mind and gather yourself and get back on track. Stay focused. Let aside, lay aside the distractions. Because, see, your orders allow you to focus on the mission at hand. It keeps you from being distracted. And so you have to go through the training process through discipline so that you learn to focus and follow the orders as they've been given. There is a method to the madness. Sometimes it doesn't seem fair, and we can see as we continue to read here in verses 5 through 8, that sometimes it doesn't feel good to us. So Hebrews 12, 5 and 8 says, And have you completely forgotten the divine word of appeal and encouragement in which you are reasoned with and addressed as sons? It says, My son, do not think lightly or scorn to submit to the correction and discipline of the Lord, nor lose courage and give up and faint when you are reproved and corrected by him. For the Lord corrects and disciplines everyone whom he loves, and he punishes, even scourges, every son whom he accepts and welcomes to his heart and cherishes. You must submit to and endure correction for discipline. God is dealing with you as with sons. For what son is there 
whom his father does not thus train and correct and discipline. Now, if you are exempt from correction and left without discipline in which all of God's children share, then you are illegitimate offspring and not true sons at all. We see here clearly that correction has its purpose. Discipline and correction for us is important to our ability to serve. And in verse 11, as I said, it shows us that it's not good for us at the moment. It doesn't feel good, but it brings its rewards. Verse 11 says, for the time being, no discipline brings joy, but seems grievous and painful. But afterwards, it yields a peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it, a harvest of fruit which consists in righteousness, in conformity to God's will, in purpose, thought, and action, resulting in right living and right standing with God. See, the discipline that is needed will bring you into a right standing in your service. It will give you the reward that you seek. You might not immediately get the pat on your back because you did it right or get acknowledged, right? Because my friend reminded me in the military, they don't do all those accolades that we as civilians get used to for just doing what we're supposed to do, right? It's a part of your job. Right? They're not feeding into your ego to acknowledge you, but when you understand that you've been disciplined for a greater good, it's not just about you. It's about the team. It's about the unit. It's about everything around you because there's a bigger picture going on. Your viewpoint is limited. You can only see what's right around you. That's why it says throw away your distractions by focusing on the orders that you've been given. But even in those moments, you get to realize this ain't even about me. This is bigger than me. My service here is not about my reward. It is about what I'm going to continue to do and how I'm going to serve the purpose of God, my actions that line up with his so that I can be right in right standing with him, I will get the reward at the end. If I serve and focus on the things that I have been given, I will get the reward at the end. It might not seem like it in the beginning when you're first being disciplined, when you're first being corrected. It doesn't seem like there's a reward on the end, but there is. As we keep journeying between uh, verses 12 through 16, I want us to see also how this fits into the bigger picture of our service that we are meant to bring other people people along the path, or as they say, not to leave another man behind. So verse 12 says, so then brace up and reinvigorate and set right your slackened and weakened and drooping hands and strengthen your feeble and palsied and tottering knees and cut through and make firm and plain and smooth straight paths for your feet. Yes, make them safe and upright happy paths that go in the right direction so that the lame and halting limbs may not be put out of joint, but rather may be cured. Strive to live in peace with everybody and pursue that consecration and holiness without which no one will ever see the Lord. Exercise foresight and be on the watch to look after one another to see that no one falls back from and fails to secure God's grace. 
his unmerited favor and spiritual blessing in order that no root of resentment, rancor, bitterness, or hatred shoots forth and causes trouble and bitter torment, and the many become contaminated and defiled by it, that no one may become guilty of sexual vice or become a profane, godless, and sacrilegious person as Esau did, who sold his own birthright for a single meal. Now that's a mouthful right there. But what I want you to take out of that in today's topic of trained by discipline is that your ability to discipline yourself in your focused actions have a reward not just for you, but everything connected to you. Everything of the people that you've been assigned to serve on your path. That's why your path has to get straight. It has to go in the, in the right direction because there are certain people that have been assigned to you on this path that you are responsible for ensuring that they secure the grace. You do this by how you walk. You do this by how you live. You do this by how you serve. Because when you are consistent, when you are clear about your foundation, when you are focused on the orders that you've been given, you are able to embrace other people and help them focus on the specific orders they've been given. And now the two of you together become a unit that continue to walk your right paths together and y'all are each other's encouragement. You are each other's support in what you're doing. Because sometimes along the way, especially when you live in a foreign land, because as believers, that's what we're doing. We're living in a foreign land. We can see all of the other things that seem to be the crowd is following one direction, but we've been given specific orders, and sometimes it gets lonely. But see, the military understood that when you go into war, you need somebody in the in, in the trenches with you. You need somebody there right there with you that's going to be going and focusing on their orders. And they're going to say, we're going to do this together. We're going to serve in excellence. We will not be distracted. We will stay the course. We will do what we've been assigned to do. We know it might not seem or feel good to us right now, but we're going to hold on because we know in the end, it's not about just saving us. It's about the people along the way we've been called to save. It's about the people that's needing us to be in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing, the right way, so that they can get connected to us, so that they can find their way. You got to understand that you are not privy to the overall operation, but you do know your course. You have been given your assignment, and you can't falter. You can't get weak on this journey. If y'all are not paying attention, we got too much happening in a spirit realm in the world today. We cannot be wavering between, am I doing what God told me to do? Is this what he said? You need to know without a doubt this is what he told you to do, even when it don't make sense. He didn't tell you to get agreement. He just said, make your path straight. And I promise you, when you make your path straight, he going to lead the people along the way with you. It ain't going to be a large number because everybody ain't going the right way. Everybody ain't following this path. So don't you look for the crowd to be your proof. What you got to know and find is your proof is the people that seeking out his grace. If they looking to live and abide and serve under the grace of God, they are living in a rest 
a place of rest. They not wandering and worried and anxious and, and, and weary and confused, but they understand that this is what he told me to do. And I know that my human feelings don't feel right about it, but there's just a thing inside of me that ain't nothing moving. It's like still waters. And I know this is what he's telling me to do because I got peace about it. He said you ought to strive to live in peace. He said you ought to strive to serve from a place of rest. Don't be confused by the crowd. Do not get lost in the distractions because if you are trained by discipline, you will learn to leave it on the side. Even when you let go of distractions, it'll seem like you don't have compassion. But that ain't the case. All you're doing is just focusing on the one who is able, who started your faith and who has finished your faith, who is your weapon. It is your weapon to worship him because he's the leader. He has shown you how to live. So you stay focused and don't get distracted. Don't lay aside your orders to please other people so that they can make you feel like you care. You know you care. You care so much that you focus on the journey that he gave you because somebody is waiting on you. Somebody is waiting for you to get that way because if you get distracted and dismayed by what you see, you're going to let somebody else die. So you can't worry about the death that doesn't happen around you. You need to be focused on saving the ones that still need you. You got to get focused on where you're going. So I hope today you understand that trained by discipline is not a bad thing. Corrections are for the sons of God. If you are his son, you will be corrected. Now, if you ain't one of us, the MPs can take you and lock you up. You don't have to be here no more. But there is a process, and it will cost you. So if I am you, I would suggest you choose to stay on the side with the one of the army that has everything in place for you. There's benefits and rewards if you continue this service that will not only bless you, it will bless your generations to come because your life will be a legacy of consistency, a life of endurance that fought to the end, a life that brought other people under the security of God's grace. Your life will be an example that you are able to live in a foreign land and do exactly what you have been called to do and you still finished well. So I encourage you today. Take some time. Read through Hebrews 12 for yourself. Let it illuminate in your spirit and give you some clarity about your walk. And understand that being trained by discipline is necessary if you are one of his sons. Thank you so much for joining us today here on Wisdom Inspired. I hope it has inspired you to go and lead with intention and authenticity and walk in certainty and confidence unto the one that you serve and being clear that you are doing the right thing at the right time. You guys have a great and wonderful Friday. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll be back on the line on Monday morning at the same time. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.